Hello and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. We're going to be talking Coronation Street because just that's what we do. We start with Corrie. We love it. Um, it's another week and another fight, of course it is, between Daniel and and Max. And it stems from before Christmas. Now, Claire is joining us today. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Um, tell us all about it. Yes. So we, we saw before Christmas that uh, Summer had a crush on Daniel. Um, and obviously, Summer's only 18 and Daniel's... Mm-hmm a lot older than that um, and he didn't really notice he didn't really pick up on that and Max who did pick up on on Summer's crush uh, uh, with Daniel had also had a crush on Summer um, and she didn't notice that you know Max had a thing for her so there was a lot of argy bargy and fists fisticuffs at the um at the Christmas uh, high school do kind of like the Christmas prom do um the ice party so the ice dance so there's an awful lot of bad blood mm. between the two of them. And um, Daniel is holding a workshop on consent. So, uh, you know, this is a big thing, isn't it, Hannah, in today's yeah. society, consent. And we need to teach boys and girls what is consent. Mm. Mm. So, you know, this is a really, really big thing. So uh, he's really pleased when Max turns up. But it, this all goes horribly, horribly wrong because Daniel makes a vague comment about Max's dad, David, um, being raped because we know about four years ago David was attacked um, and Max doesn't really understand this comment so he asks his dad what what, what, what was meant and um, David is forced to come clean to Max now Daniel was way out of order because you should not be that's not you know that's not his story to tell and also you know he, David has his family and how he handles it or tells them or doesn't tell them is David's business um, but this pushes Max who is on the edge anyway <laughs> over the edge and he managed just to get hold of Daniel's keys and he lets himself into Daniel's flat and he trashes it Hannah oh really yes as I said another fight it's really there's really there's really a lot a lot a lot of anger between the two of them and um when Daniel comes home and catches him there he spots a broken trinket from his late wife Sinead mm. so you know in the trashing Max has broken something that Sinead gave to Daniel. So as I say, you know, the angst is really ramping up and Daniel loses it and pushes Max out of the flat. But unfortunately, Max trips and he falls down the stairs and oh, he's... no. So it's like he hasn't started it, but he's finished it. Yes, he has completely finished it. And he's a teacher at the school. Oh. Max is a pupil, you know. Oh, dearie me. Um, do we get any sense of how bad this is? Well, he needs, he's unconscious, so he needs an ambulance. He needs an ambulance. Okay. And, wow. But the thing is, as a teacher, you can't do this kind no, of you thing. Can't. You can't. No, it's not allowed. <laughs> but it is a soap player, remember that. I know. <laughs> um, and Nina is nowhere back to normal yet, is she? Nowhere near being back to normal. Yeah. It, I don't think she would be anyway, would she? Because, um, you know, I think it was May time, so we're about. Um, we're about nine months from that um you know she was attacked as well as losing a husband uh, oh. sorry her boyfriend I nearly called nearly called Seb her husband then um her, her boyfriend too was murdered so you know you were attacked your boyfriend was murdered you know it's going to take a long time to come absolutely. back isn't it absolutely 
So um, when Asher makes plans to go and see Glasgow Uni, because Asher's, you know, they're all all these kids are growing up and they're all off to uni at the moment. Mm. So uh, you know, Def's really proud of of his daughter, and uh, she wants to go to Glasgow Uni. And um, Nina gets into a head that. Asha will be in danger when she's up in Scotland. So she locks her in the cafe to stop her catching the train. Will Nina ever get over the attack? Well, it's just so raw, isn't it? That's the thing. And it's affecting other people around her now by by her actions. Yes, yes, completely, yes. And and of course, we've got Valentine's Day. That's that's just reminded me that I probably need to think about that. (laughs) Very commercial thing. Um, It's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's only just like Christmas. Come on. And now it might be Valentine's Day in a couple of weeks' time. Um, But Adam doesn't win any points for his birthday present to Sarah. No. He buys her a smart oven. I mean, it's up there with the Hoover, isn't it? Yes. Or an ironing board. Uh I know. So, so I, this is what I really like about curry. They put these little things in. So I, I, I talked about over the Christmas what Eileen got for Christmas, mm. and Eileen got a um, got got a funeral package from her husband. <laughs> oh, sorry, her partner George. That, that is brilliant. Was, <laughs> that, I think that really ranks up there as the worst present. Um, I mean, unless they'd absolutely discussed it. I mean, we kind. Of, I mean, I I think we're up there. But then we did have a discussion with it this year. We're like. Okay, just buy a few little small things. We don't need anything massive, but we do need some new windows. And actually, I'd far prefer that we spent spent put our money towards doing something big. So we did that. That's really unromantic, isn't it? That now I've now I've actually vocalised that. That's really unromantic, but it's not as bad as the funeral package. <laughs> so windows is better than that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i think i think that's that's why the writing is so superb because you'd never in a million years i don't know what you'd say if you opened that and you got a funeral package you must think i don't know what you'd think yeah i don't, I don't, I don't there's no words for that is there no and a Isn't smart it? oven is just like yeah. what was he thinking it's up there with the greats yeah. <laughs> now um, moving on to Emmerdale. I mean, Emmerdale really is, is, has captured everyone, hasn't it, recently, with the whole Mina stuff going on that thankfully has, you know, yes. come, come to a head. Um, but it's, it's still all going, Emmerdale, because it's, it's the day of the Woolpack auction. Yes, this is a really tough day for Chaz and Marlon mm. because um, you know we know that there was there was that it, there was that uh, fire explosion at Christmas that sort of damaged it very badly. Then they discovered they didn't have insurance. Hannah, we knew that one because mm. they hadn't talked about they hadn't uh, informed the insurers of the development plans, and uh, so they're out of cash. They're out of cash, and so they have to auction it off. Um, so this is this is uh, you know, Chaz. They're just heartbroken. But they're heartbroken because I mean, this this could go to any any go number of people, couldn't it? I mean, Kim. Yeah. I mean, yes. I suppose worst case, someone outside the village. Is yes. this the hub of the village? Yes, it is completely. So we see Kim having a look through the auctioneer's pamphlet booklet. We've got, we've got her doing that. Um, it's open to everyone. I mean, she might just be standing there having a, having a nose. Um, you, anyone, anyone from outside the village. I mean, this would be a perfect opportunity, Hannah, for Emmerdale to bring in a new family. You know, this be. is how well, they could all club together. You know, do that yes. nice thing. <laughs> have, a, um, have, have, a, have a cooperative pub. 
where everyone works for free and they put the money in, the profits yeah, go back in work. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's that's a that's another one that Ed so anything could happen. And Kane is determined to fix things, you know, knowing that this is breaking his sister's heart. So as the auction starts, Kane starts bidding despite not having any money to buy mm. it. Yeah, that's not quite that's not quite the idea. <laughs> That is a bit scary. Moira is beside herself. Put your hand down. Put your hand down. You can't do that. You haven't got the money. (laughs) This isn't like just, you know, accidentally buying, you know, going to an auction and buying something for, you know, £200 and paying, you know, an extra £100 or something. You know, this is a a big chunk of money. But luckily, Hannah, he's outbid by an online bidder. Who has bought the wool pack? Who has? So So you gave us a little hint earlier that it might be a new family. Well, it could be anybody, couldn't it? Yeah. It'll, be, just... it'll be someone surprising. It'll be some, someone we know, I reckon, and someone that we're not expecting, but it will be a good <laughs> thing. That's my crystal ball reading for you today, folks. <laughs> um, now, poor Rona, she gets a shock this week because her violent ex-husband, Pierce, um, who had brutally attacked her on their wedding day um, and then returned a couple of years later to kill her new boyfriend, gets in touch. He does, he does. So Pierce was a, was just a hideous baddie, hideous baddie. And uh, we, we saw Rona being taken in by him and, you know, on, on their wedding night, he violently, violently attacked her. And then, yeah, and then, um, and then she'd moved on from that. She was dating Graham and Pierce came back and killed poor Graham. That was in 2020. So we haven't seen him since about... Uh, early 2020 so um she gets in he gets in touch now you know this brings brings back lots of bad memories for her she's in shock um she thought she was shocked you know she she's got shot of him when um he was jailed for the murder of graham but no and he writes to ask her to find his son marcus and he tells her that he's dying i bet he's not (laughs) <laughs> so um you know her best friend vanessa is furious because you know of all she's was... considering it this is the thing yes she's considering it and um finding marcus you know and then when computer whiz ryan helps track marcus down so ryan just just manages to go online and get marcus's telephone number i don't quite know how he does that but ryan's a computer whiz so Mm. i I think you can stalk anyone now can't you through facebook and (laughs) i'd never do that (laughs) (laughs) so um, marcus turns up at the village what will rona do Mm. what will she so, do oh, that, yeah. yeah this is not going to end well but another great storyline yes it is and it's nice to see rona get get um she's been in the background a lot so i'm really pleased that they brought rona to the front to give her, her own big storyline mm. and 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 moving to hollyoaks it yeah it's all happening you know there's no lots of people well lots of bad things happening so there was the explosion at the salon de Tay. yeah and then this week we've got the funerals of Marnie and Silver. Yes. Um, and Marnie's son, James, is, is really spiralling because he's discovered what his mum left him in her will. And then he has an argument with Donna Marie, which gets him uninvited to Marnie's vigil. Um, yes. So, yeah, you can... I mean, funerals are a bit like weddings and soaps, aren't they? They're always slightly um, yes. dramatic. 
Yes, we've got, we had uh, the explosion of the cell entertainment, we had three people die, Marnie, Silver and Celeste. So this week we have the funerals of Marnie and Silver. And um, yeah, James, James isn't doing, wasn't doing well before, he's certainly not doing well after it. And um, you can get yourself uninvited from your mum's, you know, vigil, but he has managed that one. Um, And um, at the vigil, a drunken James crashes it. You kind of knew that was coming, Hannah, didn't you? Yeah. And he frames Becky for stealing the vigil donation money. So obviously, you know, they were doing a money collection, giving it giving it towards a charity rather mm. than flowers, which a lot of people do nowadays. So, so you know, so he's he's just being really horrible. Um, he's a you know, and he's a man on the edge, really a man on the edge. Mm-hmm. And with James needing the support of his friend Steve at his mother's funeral, evil Ethan holds Steve hostage so that. James has to go alone so we're still in this just in this interesting um this interesting place with um with Ethan still meddling and being evil so um yeah so so what will happen to James can can he will he be able to get through his mother's funeral yeah well not very easily I wouldn't think no hmm and um and as we bury silver yeah. Um, we know that his stepson Bobby deliberately left him in the collapsed building. Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. Mm. Um, and so just before the service, Bobby very cruelly tells his mum Mercy that Silver never loved her. Yes. Mm. So, grim. Bo- so Bobby's becoming an interesting... He's almost like Hope Bobby, mm. yeah. you know, from Coronation Street, sort of. An... Yeah, I think it's quite good. They're quite good at yep. um, sort of bringing in or making up the characters to become bigger, aren't they, to have bigger yes. storylines? Because I think if you keep the same, and we've sort of seen that EastEnders, we centralise around certain people and then they leave and it's a really big problem, as we know, like with Danny Dyer, for example, going. It's, it's a big yes. problem, I, w- I would think, for EastEnders. Um, but going back, before we move to EastEnders, um, Damon's on a winning streak in Hollyoaks, isn't he? Yes, so um, so he he, he he really badly needs to have a winning streak this week because we know he's maxed out his credit cards and his gambling habit. So he's got this winning streak. So as a gambler, sometimes you think your winning streak can never end, mm. but everything ends, doesn't it? All good things come to an end, Claire, my friend. <laughs> everything ends. <laughs> um, and then Scott gives him a risky idea or a bad idea, and I'm going to go with bad. Um, and um, Matt Damon, who thinks this winning streak is going to continue sets up his own gambling night at the loft um, with spiraling james and evil ethan so there's three of them mm. and all three mean business i mean i don't think i'd go to a poker game with james and no. evil ethan <laughs> no definitely not um and on the night the players risk it all worst thing you can do don't risk it if you if you can't lose it is what i would say yeah Yes, and two of the gamblers come out on top and the other one finds himself in serious trouble. Mm. I'm going to have to find out, aren't I, on that one? You're not going to tell me. No, you'll have to tune in, Hannah, because it'll be really really exciting. Yeah, no, it will be. Because he's got Evil Ethan in there and Spiralling James. Well, it'd be nice if Evil Ethan was the one that came out in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a feeling that possibly won't be. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Okay, so EastEnders, we've touched on EastEnders and our fear, our fears for Danny leaving. But anyway, um, let's uh, go back to Valentine's Day, the Valentine's Day talk, which makes me think I need to do something. Um, it's coming soon and we've got 
guess what? Drum roll. A marriage proposal in Albert Square. Yes, yes. I think um, I think this is lovely. Um, so who do you think proposes, Hannah? Hmm. Um, let me think who it could be. Um, Bobby. Yes, your good guess is yeah. Bobby proposes to Dana. So, um, and, um, oh, love him. He asks his nan, Kathy, if he can borrow money for a ring. Oh, Isn't that sweet? But, Ka- but Kathy's not too happy about it. No, Kathy and his brother Peter aren't too happy about it because... Donna's brother, Aaron, is in jail for trying to blow up the argy-bargy. Um, now, I love that name, by the way, the argy-bargy. <laughs> yeah. It's just brilliant. <laughs> the argy-bargy. Whoever thought that did it really came up well, didn't they? Because everyone loves a bargy, but they've got, we've got the argy in front. So, um, yeah. So it's not poor Donna's fault, is it? This is, you know, the, the Monroe name is now mud around the square. It's got nothing whatsoever to do with her. She didn't try to blow up the argy-bargy. She's not part of this nasty far-right group. She's just Miss Average who's fallen in love with Bobby. So I think they're judging her on her brother's crimes, Kathy and Peter. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, um, you know, Bobby's able to move past what, what Kathy and Peter say. Yeah, do you think do you think Bobby will? <laughs> well, I think so. Yes. Mm, okay. Um, and Zach, shock horror, is nice to Shirley this week. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, Zach. I, I I'm thinking he's bedding in nicely here. I, he's, he was playing Frankie and Nancy off um, against each other, but that seems to have resolved itself now, and he's settling in. And uh, yeah, he's really nice to Shirley this week. And it's been over a year since Gray killed Tina. That was uh, just after... I can't believe that. I know. It was just after Christmas. So it was something like the 29th, 30th, something like that of December. Um, you know, just so just before New Year. Um, and, you know, everyone still thinks Tina's alive and she ran away because um, she was worried that she was being fitted up for the attack on Ian. But you have to keep going over mm. that because people have forgotten about that. We've moved way on um, from that from those days. Um, Absolutely. So, um, you know, she, there's a, you know, Callum organises a party outside of the Prince Albert and Shirley muses that maybe Tina will turn up to this party and, you know, and she looks a bit down and a bit upset about it so so zach offers to help shirley look for her and and the pair comb the mean streets of east london Mm. uh, well into the early hours um but after failing to spot tina she tells nancy that she can't keep looking is shirley about to move on which would be um i think that would be Mm. sad that would be really sad we can't lose another one no so Mm. And then, and it doesn't end no. there. Of course, it doesn't, because the square is plunged into a, well, it's a big shock, yes. isn't it? Because there's a a loud, a loud yes. bang. Yes, there's been a gas explosion at the Archie Bargy. Oh my goodness! So, is this a? I, my straight feeling is: is this an insurance thing, scam? What's going on here? Who knows? You know, with with the residents of uh, Albert Square, it could easily be an insurance scam. It could be dodgy workmanship. It could be, it, yeah, it could be, could be anything. Yeah, it really could be. Wow! What a week! What a week in uh, in in showbiz. Um, world really the, the non-real showbiz world 
world, soap world, I should say. Um, thank you, Claire, for all the gossip. Um, we will be back next week. Um, enjoy this week of soaps, um, like we will be. Um, try and see if you can uh, take Claire's hints and tips and uh, work it all out beforehand if you're anything like me. And we will speak and see you again next week. <laughs>